everybody. Welcome to the SideQuest Podcast. My name is Luke. And I'm BJ. And uh, it's been a minute. We're sorry for all the problems that are happening. Uh, we've just had some issues recording-wise for me, uh, you know, health and family problems, and just so. We're back, hopefully, you know, back on, on the swing of things. Uh, new setup. Yeah. We're, we're in my, my room. It feels yeah. more professional. Yeah, well, because I actually have a desk that's like... <laughs> has the computer this audio stuff like we're not it's not just like a, a sideways thing you know because we were using on the previous desk i had it was already cluttered and crowded anyway because it was a smaller desk uh but we were using like a little pull out like table thing yeah the, that came out of the supposed side to put your mic or uh your mouse on yeah and that was where like all the stuff set like we had stuff pile on so it was a whole thing uh but i now have an l desk which is glorious so one side is strictly for the clutter and gaming, mm-hmm. and then this side I'm keeping for the podcast, and then just whenever I'm fucking around with Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Fuck yeah! But uh, yeah, we are we're in a bit more professional setting, uh, quote unquote professional. But uh, yeah, we're hopefully gonna get the podcast kind of back uh, to you guys weekly. Uh, we, we've missed a couple this past bit, me moving and you know just personal problems. But we're hopefully we'll be back in in the swing of things and uh. Yeah, we're hopefully at some point. I think because my friend, my roommate is good with cameras. I'm gonna ask him like a bunch of camera questions. Maybe we can actually get uh, a video podcast going. Hell yes! Because by that point, we can throw stuff on TikTok. We can throw stuff on YouTube. I'm I'm gonna start probably throwing the audio up on YouTube at some point. Mm-hmm. I think because I don't even remember like our YouTube login stuff or any of that. We'll just whatnot. start a new. Yeah, one. Yeah, I'll just make it. a new one. Um, but it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> yeah, honestly. But um, yeah. So we. We're we're back for a little, for a bit. So uh, how how has your week been, BJ? It's been uh, pretty, I guess two weeks. I guess it's been a, a roller coaster, man. I uh, I went to MTAC with Devony, Joey, Paul, and Brianna, and that was pretty fun. We all just kind of uh, kicked it for the whole weekend. It was like an extended sleepover type of thing. Um, the new hotel was really nice. It's very central, so. Parking kind of sucks ass, but, like, if you can get an Uber, you're good. Um, there was one night that I specifically wanted to mention. The first night, me and Bree left a little early because she wasn't feeling so well. And uh, I was looking at um, Snapchat, just, like, zooming in on the hotel and clicking the stories that people had made public. And uh, I saw that they had evacuated the whole hotel because someone had blown their vape into the, uh, like, the smoke detector. <laughs> And it set off a fire alarm. So it was an interesting mismatch of people that are like, damn, all these cosplayers out on the streets. What are we going to do? The convention's being shut down. And then people just driving by. And there was this really hilarious black lady that was like, what the fuck is this Pikachu motherfucker? (laughs) (laughs) So that was some really funny shit. And uh, when everybody got back to the apartment, they all blamed me. They were like, did you actually not leave and just stick around to ruin our night and blow your fucking vape into the thing? And I was like, no, I'm not that evil. Um, I'm an asshole, but I'm not a fucking (laughs) villain. Exactly. I haven't hit that Joker arc yet. (laughs) Okay, real quick. I love seeing people on Twitter and TikTok saying, this is my villain era. And I'm just like, no. Because <laughs> you can tell the people that are saying that, it's like, you ain't going to do shit. Yeah. Like, I would never say I'm in a villain era because I'm a pussy. Realistically, yeah. when it comes to like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going on like that whole shit. I'm doing, not, look, I was a rebellious 21 year old, but like, I've mellowed out. 
I've lost some confidence over the years. I got fatter. Most so. people's villain arc is just like um, not flipping an occupied sign on like a dressing room or some shit like that. But uh, most people's villain arc is them monologuing in the shower, and yeah. then that's their villain arc. They they monologue on what they will do, and then when it time comes for it, nah. Yeah, they always want to talk about it. They never want to be about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, MTAC was super cool. Had a great time with all my friends. Um, got super drunk Saturday night, as is usual for me. Uh, what else have I fucking done? Um, I am going to make a point next year to go to MTAC. Because like, the way you always talk about it, I'm like, fuck, that seems so fun. We could definitely get some quality content out of MTAC. I, we, the plan, I think, this year, at least I thought, or that we'll do it next year, was we're going to go in. Like, I want to go dressed in suits. Mm-hmm. And be like a full like like interview like just see if we can like set set a table down, and just like see if anybody wants to come up and interview. That is the nice thing about this hotel. It's all contained into one hotel, and there's escalators that lead to every floor. The con takes place over the first four like floors of the hotel, and there's a bunch of like rest areas with tables and couches and all that stuff. So we could really just set up anywhere and interview. I'd want to figure out if we could actually do it, and obviously we'd want to make sure people are cool with being put on the internet yeah so like we'd let them know ahead of time and just be like hey uh we're gonna record this for a podcast do you want to be a part of it and if they say no cool whatever and we'll we'll just whatever but then if people are down throw them on there just talk and make it and i'm, I'm debating do we do it funny or like actually ask people about cosplay and do whatever i think we gotta ride the line yeah like throw the funny shit in there but then get some legit that that day one is we're gonna be like real like interviewers day two you need to be in a christian cosplay <laughs> I, uh, I'm really planning on doing the sexy Chris Chan next year. You got, you got to do it, and then like you, I'll, I'll just kind of be there, not even saying a word, just like on the ones and twos, just like doing my thing, and have you just like m- mic'd up going in, and like you got to do voice and everything. I, I'll, I'll do my voice training and everything, yeah. watch some videos, but uh, I was looking for the shirt, and <laughs> apparently it's a pretty rare polo, but there are plenty of imitation shirts because of Chris Chan that exists for like 20 bucks. So we're, we're eating good on that. We now we got to also, we now we have to go above and beyond. We got to save up paychecks and get like a blinged out Sonichu. <laughs> not, not just a Sonichu, like Play-Doh, whatever thing he had. We got to get like that shit. Like iced a full out. ass chain. Yeah. Iced out. Like, like the, like the Sonic collections they had. We mm-hmm. got to do that with Sonichu. We could just contact them and be like, Hey, can you make us a custom Sonichu? <laughs> like, yeah, that'd be $6,000. We're like, all right, line that bitch up. <laughs> Be like, all right, then line that bitch up. But yeah, I don't ironically wear that. I mean, like, I <laughs> legit wanted the shadow ice, bruh. I'm not going to lie. That shit was so cool. I can't remember who it was. It was, uh, it might have been cold ones, but they actually legitimately ordered the fucking Sonic one. Of course they did. But um, while I was at MTech, I started it like the the day or two before, and then I just kind of played through it, and I just recently finished it, but uh, I've been playing a lot of Crisis Core. Hell yeah. Uh, I hadn't touched it in a really long time, and it still held up to what I thought it was, but I never realized how like shitty it got towards the end, because it was just like, okay, uh, just do like five cutscenes. And then make the game end. 
I mean, it's funny because, like, by that point, they just kind of, like, well, we have to end it this way. Yeah. So, like, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, all right. It's still, but even then, that ending scene, though. Yeah, the ending You're scene. You're sitting here going, fuck. With the CG and everything. Fucking beautiful. Um, but, yeah, I, I still love the game. And uh, I thought it was really funny. And I made a mental note of it that you really obtain all the summons into your uh, little slot machine power-up system by fighting them in the story and then fighting them in Hojo's lab once or twice. But then the last one, Phoenix, you go to uh, Nibelheim and um, this kid is like, oh, there's the seven wonders of Nibelheim. Our water's red. What the fuck's up with that? And you crawl up into the water tower and there's just the Phoenix materia has just been up there somehow. So it just really feels like there was just a dead bird in their fucking water supply for a good long while. I thought that was pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, great game. Uh, I want to start OG uh, Birth by Sleep next, but I've been really caught up playing Disco Elysium. Great game. Yeah, I, uh, I remember seeing all the people talking about it when it came out and saying how good it was and that the writing was incredible. And uh, at that time, it was like only PC and with things like that, I always say, okay, I'll wait. It's like I told you, it's like Drake with teenage girls. You just got to wait a couple years and it's going to be years. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I still love that joke. <laughs> but yeah, like, it came out on Switch really recently. I picked it up. And uh, if you're a fan of point and click games, you got to play this shit. It's so good. The, the game is like you're playing D&D, but without the combat, it's just all role play. Yeah. And I, I love that. I uh, I mentioned to BJ when he was telling us about it that I'm like, oh, yeah, the game, because I decided to roll the dice. The game forced me to say some racist ass shit to a couple of black folk in the game. Yeah. And uh, because it was like like the, the voice that's like in your head or whatever like that, he's like, hey, be very careful what you say. And it was like, you could say very good things. And then there's the other one where it's like, hey, there's a like 60% chance this goes really well for you. And I'm like, fuck it, I'll do it. Mm. And it went bad. And the next thing was like, it was literally like you monkey jawed mother. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh no. And like, there was a thing that it says like, do I have to say this? And the voice goes, yeah. Yeah, you do. And I, I love was, that you I'll, like argue with the voices in your head too. I, I, it's so good, dog. It's so good. I was like howling. This shit's there's some of them that are so funny. Like I, I did this thing where I was like, you'll never take me alive or some shit. And I like ran away because my shit was bad. I ran right into this old, old woman on a walker <laughs> and like knocked her the fuck out. My my favorite line so far that made me like. <laughs> ball laughing like in the middle of the night was um it's in the first day and you go to like inspect the corpse hanging from a tree and uh <clears throat> harry starts hallucinating the corpse is like talking to him and uh there's a line you can choose that says how is this possible and the corpse says it's all because of your and then it goes into description and says black liquid bubbles spew from his mouth a disgusting sight Imagination. And that just fucking killed me at like 2 a.m. It's such a good game. Anyone who hasn't played it, I highly recommend it. It's on the Switch now. It's on PC. It's on everything, I think. Yeah, uh, and it, it runs pretty well on Switch. The only thing that I've really had problems with are like audio glitches when it starts snowing. But 
really you don't even need to play it with audio. I recommend it just to hear the voices, but it's really just music stuff while you're walking around. It, yeah, it's it's a very good game. I I never beat it, but I, I definitely want to replay it um, to beat it. But it's like it ta- it takes some time. It's a very slow paced game. Uh, yeah, but definitely. It, it's, it's one of those where I'm probably gonna get on the Switch because I had it. I think because it was on, I think it was on Game Pass or I bought it on sale on Xbox. So. I'm probably just going to get on the Switch. Cause I feel like that's a perfect place to play it. Yeah, I I, I really want to get all of the good point and clicks on there. Like, they're putting out Sam and Max periodically. Um, Wolf Among Us is on there, I think. Mm. Wolf Among Us 2 will be on there. The Walking Dead is all on there. Um, pretty much all the Telltale stuff you could want besides, like, Guardians, I think. But Well, because I think Guardians is licensing, right? I think so. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a great game. I highly recommend it. But uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I've been doing. How about you? Uh, so since we last... Did we... So when we recorded the Kingdom Hearts 4 one, we went to go see Sonic that night, correct? Yes. Yes, so since the last podcast you heard... So we haven't talked about that. Yeah. We haven't Holy talked shit. About it. Yeah, so since, you, since the last you heard, we, we watched the Sonic movie, which we'll talk about in a bit. Uh... This is going to be a Sonic extravaganza. It, it will be. Uh, because all I've done afterward was like, you know what? Do I have any Sonic games on any of my systems? I checked my Switch, and I'm like, oh, I don't have any. So I, I, I reached out to BJ. I was like, hey, anyway, I could borrow Forces and Mania. And then obviously, because that week we couldn't record the podcast, it just didn't happen. So I was like, all right, cool, whatever. And so then I just went, I was like, on oh, my PlayStation didn't have anything. I was like, fuck, damn it. I went on my Xbox, just went through my stuff. And I'm like, oh, shit, I have Adventure 2 unleashed and generations hell so yeah I was like, fuck yeah this is great so I, I downloaded all three of those and i was just going through the shop and in, in a in a very stupid decision i was like hey forces is only 20 bucks so i bought that too so i had four games in my now on, on my system and i beat sonic forces in a day yep that game is very short and because it, it sucks too because like the game itself isn't the worst but it's it's because i know what could have been yeah, and like, cause I I don't know if you saw the what happened about it. Uh, I you might have showed me a bit of it. They were gonna full on like like all those scenes that were like, and then Eggman won with that. Yeah. Those were gonna be full cutscenes with like like some a narrator and like they were gonna go further into the darker plot line and stuff like that. And I'm just like, God dang it! Well, I wish they had because I, the cutscenes that are there are very jarring and out of place when you consider Eggman's on a genocide thing. Yeah, well, and it's funny too, and I, granted it's because of uh, Sonic like as a whole, but like I love their like Twitter takeovers where like Eggman and Sonic are palling it up. Yeah. And it's like, didn't you like torture him like for I, a year? There's one scene where it's like Sonic's been tortured for a year and a half if he even is still alive and then it cuts to Sonic in jail and he's like, whoa, fucking chili dogs, man. I've been shitting in a bucket. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't expect Sonic to, like, not be, like, cool and wisecracky, but, like, I, I don't expect him just to immediately just be like, ha It's different in Adventure 2 because he just got put in that jail cell and he's just like, well, this kind of sucks. Yeah. But, but in like, this one, it's like... They say, like, they put the word tortured in yeah, th- it's part of the script. <laughs> like, it's, Knuckles says it. Like, the the line that gets me is, like, Sonic's gone, or, like, whatever, and he's like, I'm just, I'm not used to saying that. And I'm like, he's dead. Like, as far as I'm concerned, Sonic is dead. And I'm just like, Jesus. And then they go, all right, by the way, here's uh, you. Yeah. 
And Here's your OC. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, cool, whatever. But uh, that game, I, that's a game. So there it is. Uh, I then went right to Generations, and I like that, but Jesus Christ, the story is awful. Yeah. It's it's a very fun game. Like, the, the levels are good, and, like, the story is passable, because it's just like, fuck it, we're just running through the shit you need to see. But, like, the fact that every character is just one interaction after you beat a level, that's it. I'm like, this is ass. Yeah. I mean, I... The game is great. I love the classic Sonic levels. I love the the boost stages. Like they're really good, and like a lot of the a lot of the the challenges are actually fun. The stages in Generations are all perfect in my opinion. Yeah, but uh, like the, the boss fights is, are great too. Like I like it all. I vastly prefer talking to a character once after you save them from an infinite darkness thing at the end of a stage than in Forces where they're all just fine and hold up in the ground and they never do a goddamn thing. Yeah, I yeah that's true. I. Forces, like, the idea of Forces is really cool, but I feel like it would have worked way better as an animated series. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then you could have episodes that are about Knuckles being the leader, about Amy going and, like, like, could you imagine, like, Amy, like, literally sitting there going, Sonic, like, having to come to terms with Sonic might be dead? Like, we're asking a lot from a kid's franchise, pretty much, but, but still. But when you use words like, Sonic's been tortured for a year and a half, he might be dead, Tails has gone insane. <laughs> Like, also, also, he literally goes to try and fix Omega. It doesn't work, and then Omega just shows up at the end. Yeah, he's like, "Hi," I'm. He's like, "I'm here to fuck shit up." I thought you were dead. I got better. Literally, it's so annoying. But like, yeah. Anyway, Generations is fun. I really like that game. And then I started playing Unleashed last night. Um, that game is really good, but Jesus Christ, the pace of going speed and then, okay, here's a Devil May Cry game. Yeah. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Because the levels, the levels in, uh, I guess it's, like, they're roughly, I'd say the same length a lot of times, but it's because you're going so slow and fighting enemies. It feels it like feels you're just slogging through it. But then, like, the speed stages, because you could just boost your way through the whole thing. But it's like it's a whole nother thing. I like the game, don't be wrong, and I actually like the combat of the Werehog somewhat. There's problems I have where I'm like, I need like a dedicated dodge button because I'm like comboing, and this guy's not staggering. And I'm just like, fuck. Give that combat system to Knuckles. Yeah, oh, dude, that'd be a great game, right? But um, yeah. So that game, that game is really fun. And then I I played and beat Adventure Two. Hell yeah. Which Always is still my favorite time. Sonic game to this day. And uh, it's it's funny because like, I have a, an appreciation for Adventure 2. Because like, my favorite Sonic character is Shadow. Surprise, surprise. Um, but like I really like how the jokes now of how edgy he is. But I also really like how well-written he is in Adventure 2. Yeah. Because it's funny because then you go to Sonic Heroes, which is a terrible story of a game as well. But it's like, oh, Shadow is like, kind of done correctly. I guess. And then 06, as bad as that game is, does Shadow really well. Yeah. Like, to me, I don't count heroes in the storyline. I count it as Sonic, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, or uh, Sonic Adventure 2, go straight into Shadow, and then 06. Yeah. Because Shadow, you can just go, uh, remember that time? Because you can kind of just, all you need from heroes is he woke up, and then you can go right in. And then Shadow the Hedgehog is blatant character assassination for most of the game, because he's like, at the start of the game, they have to make him, like, not care. Yeah. And then you have to now, for like, forge, okay, I'm going to be the hero. Or I'm going to be a total dickbag. Yep. I still like that game, as bad as it is. But 
Yeah, so, and then I watched Sonic Boom, like, his episodes, and I watched the Shadow episode, and he is such a dick. Like, straight up, Shadow, it goes from being, like, a good person who's just a little standoffish and cold to a full-on mustache-twirling villain. Like, he looks at Sonic and is, like, like, literally, his reasoning for fighting the gang is because Eggman goes, they're talking shit, he goes, excuse me? And then goes to beat up everybody. He takes out Tails, Knuckles, Sticks, and Amy like no problem. And then Sonic comes up. He's like, what did you do, Shadow? And he's just like, fuck you. <laughs> and they fight. And then at the end, it's like, Sonic's like, I think Eggman tricked you. He tricked me? He's like, yeah, he's going to pay. And he just leaves. That's Knuckles' thing. You can't take that from him. That's cultural appropriation. <laughs> Shadow's black. He's all right. I was going to reference Sonichu there oh. and say... <laughs> It doesn't fucking matter. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> anyway. That was a real Joker moment for me. You know the end of Joker where he's just laughing in the insane asylum? The guy's like, what's so funny? You're like, you wouldn't, get, you it. wouldn't get it. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt just now. Well, you're welcome. You can start your villain era now. Oh, boy. Um, But no, uh, Sonic games are weird because like, I thankfully have like the good ones and forces. Um, but like, I, there's so much that I can't play cause like, I don't have a way to play advanced right now, which I really want to play those. Uh, you told me about rush and I forgot those existed. Yeah. Those are great. Um, and then Sonic it's, colors DS is like the third in the rush trilogy. And it's also like staggeringly good. All right. I need to get that one too. Did, what, so was, what was the biggest problem with colors ultimate? Like, was it much different realistically it, or is it still just colors? But It's pretty much just colors. Like, they they added maybe one or two wisps that uh, don't really change the stages at all. And um, the biggest problem with it at launch was just like the graphical and gameplay glitches, but they patched a lot of that out. So now I'd say it's fine to pick up. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty much just colors again. Okay. I'm probably going to do that because Colors is a great game. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably get that one on sale, though. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much my week. I watched a couple of anime, though. Uh, Komi-san Season 2 is out, and it's uh, really good. Um, I've I started... just saw the Nindroid of her. I want to get it, honestly. It's really cute. Yeah. Komi, just the whole... I'm starting to really enjoy, like, these wholesome slice of life things because, like... On one hand, you know, you go to Shonen and you have wholesome moments, but it's all about the fights yeah, and character development. But uh, then, speaking of which, that reminds me, I read the new chapters of all the Shonen Jump shit. Dobby and Todoroki finally fight. Hell yeah. 351 chapters in. Fuck yeah. Is, is it like the start of the fight? Like, are they going to yeah, prolong like, that shit for probably like 17 chapters? Because the chapter before this was like, okay, here's everything that happened to Dobby after they thought he was dead. Okay, so they did the full, we're finally getting the answers we want. Yeah, and now it's just right. Shoto and Dobby, nobody can step up to their level right now, and they're just going to fucking get into it. Hell yeah, good. I, I have been waiting for that, because to me, Dobby was like the true villain. Yeah. It felt, because he he's just doing his own shit. And that's that's really what the last chapter was about. Like, they really didn't want to take him into the League of Villains. He specifically left and came back because of Stain. And they're like, we didn't really want to take this guy because we cannot control him. Yeah. I like I like Dobby's probably one of my favorite characters in my hero just because the mystery behind him, and then just like every time he shows up, he he steals. He's just fucking cool. Yeah. The design is also really cool too. Absolutely. Like uh, design-wise, like you see him, it's very striking, and then you're like, oh, but what's what's he about? Yeah. 
but I like that though. But um, hell yeah, anything cool with Duran Duran Ron? Uh, they finished their first big like battle, mm-hmm. I guess, with the humanoids. Um, and their their new commander guy is like a total badass. Hell yeah. He uses this move and kills like five of them at once. So Dora's like, I'm not even close to that level. Um, so he's pretty dope. Earth Child's getting real sad again. Every time Earth Child comes out with a new chapter, it's just like, you thought you were sad last chapter. <laughs> Check this shit out. Did you read the, I don't know if it's on Shonen Jump, but Fujimoto did a one shot. No. Yeah. So people were like hyped because like he's writing Chainsaw Man right now, like the second part. And then you just threw out this one shot um, that apparently is like really good. So I'm gonna have to try to find. I don't know if it's on Shonen Jump or if it's it's yeah, just have to find it. It's. I think I saw somebody post about it being on Shonen Jump, but um, they're also coming out with a physical version of the Death Note short stories. So the one shot, that's gonna be in a volume now. <laughs> now I can finally physically see Trump in a Death Note book. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to frame that panel. Oh, absolutely. That, that one's the funniest shit. But uh, all right. I, I need to catch up on Shonen Jump. I just haven't. It's one of the subscriptions I'm probably never going to get rid of just because it's so cheap. It's so cheap, and it's you can just bucks. sit down and read it. Whenever you're like feeling like you want to read manga, you can catch up super quick. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's speaking of reading. I've been reading the Sonic comics. Hell yeah. So I just finished the first arc, which is uh, Metal Sonic. And uh, I love they used his design from Heroes because that is a strong-ass design. Yeah, that's a legendary design. Um, but uh, it was really good because it. So I found out. Yeah, it is. This happens right after Forces. So the IDW comics happen as Forces like ends. Okay. So although we don't get so far, your OC just doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, uh, we got two new characters that I really like: Tangle and Whisper. Uh, they're cool. Um, and immediately, it's it's that you get that vibe of, and they were really good friends. Yeah, like it's it's the thing where because this is still even though it's IDW, it's still technically for kids. Um, they're not gonna. No one can romance as, as far as I'm concerned. I think there's a lot of mandates for Sonic characters. I mean, especially after everything that's happened in yeah. the past. So uh, from what I can tell, even though they have their own like spinoff like solo series or duo series, I think they make plush of them like official plush. Tangle and yeah, well no, they're like that's the thing is I'm really hoping Frontiers is like canon to the comics. Yeah, because I would love to see Tangle and Whisper like straight up just be playable or in the game because like Tangle's tail thing is fucking sick. It's literally like she can like fling it like a Mister Fantastic arm. Mm. It's like stretchy and can like do. It's awesome. So I feel like gameplay with that and then Whisper's just a fucking sniper. I'm like hell yeah, that's sick as fuck. That's dope. Um, but those two characters are really cool, and you're the whole time you're reading, you're like, God, the, like especially when you get further, because I've like done some research on these. These two people really like them together, because mm-hmm. they're and to be and to be fair, their their interactions are sweet and nice, and like they are good friends. But you can immediately go, but like, what if though? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but they're cool. Uh, getting to see like Silver and Blaze like actually interact with Sonic characters is really awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, like, just also just knowing Ken Penders isn't touching this shit is really good. It's safe. Um, but like, the way like the way they're do- like the way they do Sonic and Amy's relationship is also really good. Like, she still has a crush on Sonic, but she's not a fangirl. Yeah. 
And I'm like, good. And Sonic respects her and is a friend to her. He's not an asshole. And like, good. And I'm like, the, and you're correct when you're like, yeah, Ian Flynn knows these characters. And granted, he's having to write under a mandate with mm. by Sega. So like, there are some things. Like Shadow, while he's a hero, he's very much standoffish and cold and a dick. Yeah. And it's like, ah, that's not really a shadow that we got in Heroes in 06. But it's the shadow we kind of got in some of the scenes in Shadow the Hedgehog and in other subsequent games. He he's pretty much coming off like he did in Forces, which was just like I'm a good guy, but like I don't like you. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I can. If that's the case, I'd rather have that than like super hard edge lord like S- Shadow the Hedgehog shadow as the canon shadow. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. But um. I saw a, uh, a couple panels on Twitter recently. I think it was for a more recent issue, but it was uh, Sonic and Tails actually having the hydrosity debate yeah. in the comic. Yeah, <laughs> it was so funny, and I love that, that Sonic, the speed guy, is like, no, it's Hydro City. And Tails is like, no, it's hydrosity. And, and then they're just like, oh, fuck it, here's a shortcut. <laughs> I, I love it. Like that, that to me shows that the people writing the comics like actually like sonic and understand the memes and like the culture i guess yeah which is always good so like i'm very excited that he's writing the next game um absolutely but i'm also still like i want to know because all we've seen is sonic running around in a fucking empty world uh the rumor is apparently that like i think the rumor i'm gonna find it but i'm pretty sure there's a lot of rumors surrounding this game that like came out and around sega in general so i'm gonna find it because it was like actually really cool um let me see well i'm finding this out like what 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 do you think of like the song because you've read some some sonic comics like over the years right i've i've read a lot of the archie stuff and i've started collecting the idw stuff but i haven't gotten into it yet and um some of the some of the archie stuff is really compelling and good but like Everything in that series just gets tainted after a while because of Ken Penders and his bullshit. What what would you say are some of the the best storylines you've read? Uh, I mean, all the ones that adapt to the games are really dope, and I have a lot of nostalgia for the covers that were drawn for when they were doing like the Sonic and Knuckles arc, because uh, they would do like these big two-page splashes that you could fold out the comic and see of, like, Sonic and Knuckles in this, like, destroyed city with, like, the Sonic and Knuckles logo graffiti on a wall and stuff. So, like, they actually did, like, the game storylines of, like, the original trilogy, Adventure 1 and 2, like, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, they uh, they did 1 and 2. Uh, I'm pretty sure they did 06, actually, because Elise is a character in the comics. It's, um, it's funny because, like, the, the way that they're treating the comics right now is, like, Unleash and all that stuff happened, but, like, as far as I'm concerned, or at least the way they're talking, there's no humans in this world except that man. Yeah. So I wonder, and apparently, I forget what, what section it was, but there was a point, I want to say it's when Ian Flynn started writing, or it was after, whatever happened, where they full-on rebooted the universe because Sonic, like, did a thing. They did. And in the, the multiverse, uh... like, crashed and, like, it whatever i forget what issue it was but that is the thing that happened it was I, past 200 yeah that's or i it, i know it was like two, 260 270 i think yeah but there there was a point where yeah i know sonic like fucked up the multiverse and now we're at a restart and i think it's because that was like when they switched writers to ian 
I think, or it was they had already switched and they were just like, we got to finish and wrap this shit up. So here you go. Yeah, Sonic actually had a couple of like crisis events in the Archie days. Like there was one where it was just like a total reset button on everything, and mm-hmm. then that was Sonic Genesis. Well, because because the original Archie Sonic comic started and they were like full on like here's the Mobians and like you have Sally and all the people from the cartoons. I'm assuming. Yeah, pretty much everyone from the uh, Saturday morning cartoon was there, and it was very like comedic vibe mm. until you get to like episode or like issue number fifteen. And then it takes a huge left turn, and then these furry wolves show up out of nowhere, and, like, it's it's a very hard divide from Sonic making, like, stupid Jaleel White jokes to, like, them conversing with furries about politics around a fire. Uh, I mean, they're all furries, but these guys were furries. white wolves. They're the furries. Yeah. So it... They, I, I slow-key think Ken Penders is a furry. Yeah. But, th- like... I mean, absolutely. But, like, not, like publicly yeah he's trying to keep his deniability well like he's also really into echidnas it seems because like apparently he was just hype with knuckle shit dude the knuckles lore is fucking incomprehensible (laughs) apparently like that's why he has a magic ant for an uncle that like lives in his hair and like tells him magic secrets and shit all I need for Knuckles is he's the protector of the master emerald that's what the echidnas did done born on an island in the heavens (laughs) The power of my ancestors glows inside me. That's all we fucking need. And hey, the ba- the best thing you need to know is, unlike Sonic, he doesn't chuckle. And I'm glad that the movie kept to that stereotype about him. But, um, yeah, that that's one thing that I wanted to bring up was Ken Pender's bashing Sonic movie 2. Because they used echidnas. Yeah, and his his big hill that he wanted to die on was like, they can't use Knuckles' dad. I created Knuckles' dad. Knuckles has to have a fucking dad. You can't just claim every... There is one character that I think he actually could have said, okay, I made that fucking guy, and you can't tell me that I didn't. And he didn't say anything about it at all. Which character was it? It's in the uh, like the animated flashback scenes where you see the one echidna harness the power of the Master Emerald and fight off all those owls. That's 100% Enerjack from yeah. the comics like even down to like the the quills in the front sticking up that's fucking Interjack. he didn't say anything about that <laughs> cause he really doesn't give a shit about that He but he says oh kidna yeah but like it, he's just so fucking stupid <laughs> I can't I hope it. to god Paramount just lawyers up and says alright buddy cause like if if they can win and all of a sudden the, ju- the, ju- the jury rules that oh shit um they're like, fuck you, you don't own characters based on an IP that you don't own. Yeah. I, that's what, that's all I ask for with Ken Penders is like, I, like, I, I don't hate the guy. Like, I, mean, I, I do. I, well, for sure. <laughs> but like, I haven't had the Sonic comic lore until recently. Like, I haven't really dived in. I had that one issue, like that one Sonic comic that I think I showed you way back in the day. Mm-hmm. That was like him versus Metal Sonic. Yeah. And uh, that was the only Sonic comic I ever bought because I found it at Barnes and Noble for like five bucks. But um, I don't know much about Sonic lore, and so like, I haven't had that Ken Penders hate. But like, to me, it's like, look, the dude was a creative who was told who was told to write for this. He got really into it and like creative into it yeah but like my thing is i'm like all right look 
he's no longer the guy for Sonic. And realistically, most of the characters he used anyway weren't necessarily the best. Like, Enerjack was kind of cool from what I can tell, but like... Yeah, he's basically like Sonic Thanos, but like all the other echidnas are just fucking dog shit. Because <laughs> I was going to say also there's Scourge, and I'm like... He seems like he'd be a fun antagonist, but we already have Shadow and then Knuckles, kind of. Yeah. That I'm like, I don't think we need him. And then I think what IDW made a, a new one, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, Surge, I think is her name, and she's not a Sonic clone. Yeah. So but she's still really fucking cool. <laughs> the other thing is like the IDW comics have already introduced two new characters for me. And I'm like, I like them both. Mm -hmm. Tangle and Whisper are awesome. And then I cannot wait to get to more of them because I'm like, okay, what else you got to give me? I don't know if I'm just like misremembering this, but I feel like on one of the covers that I have, Styx actually shows up. Good. But I could be wrong. Make her canon. Like, do you know her voice actress is a Saw's Ventress voice actress? I didn't know that. Same That's shit. That's incredible. But by the way, you need to watch Boom. Holy I, fuck. I want to. The the in jokes and the way they portray these characters are fucking amazing. I, every Knuckles clip that I see from that show is just absolute gold. <laughs> My favorite is, let me see that. Oh, and I can't read. <laughs> he like throws the reading glasses to the side. <laughs> That one, and when he, like, full-on has his, like, feminist moment, or he, like, says his whole Patreon thing, everybody's like, what? He's like, what? Because I'm a meathead doesn't mean I'm not a feminist. And I'm just like, God, the writing of the show is so good. Yeah, it's it's on HBO now, right? Because it's Cartoon Network. Is it? Yo, if it's on HBO, I'm about to binge. It's bro. either on that or it's on Hulu still. But it's on one of the two. And I, think, I think it's on Hulu, but, uh... Dude, one that also gets me is, so you know Sonic's voice actor is Roger Craig Smith. Mm -hmm. There's a scene where they're like, where they're on the walkie-talkies, and they literally are like, it's like, all right, Tails, it's like, Roger, who, wait, who's Roger? And Sonic's voice actor, Roger Craig Smith, drops the Sonic voice and goes, he's talking to me, and goes right <laughs> back to what they were doing. I love that kind of shit. It's so good. Like, you can tell, like, because of the Sonic boom, like, was just a failure they were like we don't care like we've been contracted to do what however long we've done it and they just had fun with it it's like the ghost stories anime but for sonic it's the ghost stories anime but not as fucking racist and homophobic. <laughs> yeah that anime is still gold i don't care what anybody says like i understand it's very offensive and fucked it's so funny for its time yeah holy fuck but yeah no uh sonic boom is great um, do you want to go ahead and talk about the Sonic movie or? Yeah, I, I need to get my thoughts out about this. Spoilers for everyone yeah, so that if has you not have, seen. If you haven't movie. seen the Sonic the Hedgehog 2, um, spoilers. This is pretty much how we're going to do the rest of the podcast. I'm assuming we're going to go into a bit of a detail with it. Uh, we did see this with Matt and we may do like a full spoiler cast with him at some point. Um, but yeah, Sonic movie 2 spoilers from this point forward. If you don't want to get spoiled, don't listen. Yeah, don't see Morbius for a fourth time. Go see Sonic 2 and then come back and listen I to I know this. it's going to be hard because Morbius sweeping needs to happen, but trust me, Sonic is worth it. Yeah. The only... I'm going to be real. I still haven't seen Morbius, but the one scene that keeps coming up, like the... What's what's the guy's name? Uh, the Doctor Who guy? Uh, Matt Smith. Yeah, him dancing. Yeah. It's the funniest shit, and I'm like, that alone would make me want to buy the ticket, but I'm like, nah, don't It's just do it. Spider-Man 3 again to me. <laughs> yeah, honestly. But, um... Yeah, so Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Spoilers inbound in like 3, 2, 1. Fucking Sonic died at the end. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
Um, dude, Supersonic though. Yeah, that was amazing. How like how hype? Like I was because I was sitting here like, all right, like because I'm literally like, they got all the chaos emeralds. Are they gonna do it? And I was sitting here going like, nah, they're not gonna do it. They, they're gonna save it for the third. Like right, they're gonna end the trilogy. Supersonic. They did it. And I'm like, fuck. Yep. And like he. I, still my favorite is when the egg robot goes to punch him and Sonic just deflects it and doesn't budge mm-hmm. like doesn't even oh it's so good they did supersonic correctly it was so so good and um no, I, I love like I like that Eggman got the power of the emerald first I actually kind of like that twist because I don't think we've seen that in the game where it's like oh the emerald can be like consumed by a human yeah and instead he did and he got this and that's how we get the big egg robot was he just built it from shit they did twists on the emerald lore and it was like just enough to make it original but not like trash <laughs> like i really enjoyed how it's like okay you have the seven chaos emeralds but then you just kind of mush them together and that's how you get the master emerald but then at the end of the movie they just kind of throw that away because knuckles picks up the pieces and fixes the fucking master well, emerald that's why he has those mittens i guess so he just squishes them and I... it's back to the perfect shape I, I still love that and like the way they the way they do this I like by the way that like at the end of the movie they're like look these anthropomorphic animals just live with the the family now yeah I love that I, I like it it's taking the cringy shit of Sonic X but making it like work because mm-hmm. like that's the one thing where I'm like all right Sonic X is weird yeah and, and how they deal with Chris and all the others and like the fact that Rouge and and her human partner have a weird sexual tension throughout the show, where I'm like, hold up, yeah, you a furry? <laughs> you into that shit? Yeah. But like, Sonic X is is it was the weird one for its time. It was great, but I like how they're doing it with this one, where they got people that I care to see on the theater. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually like uh, John Marston, um, as Tom and his wife is great too. Yeah. The rest I, of the family I could do without, but like I like I like the aunt. I know a lot of people probably don't, but that whole section of the movie I thought was really endearing and funny. It was funny. Like that's the thing is like a lot of people are saying I don't get this. I don't know where it went. Yeah, it didn't go anywhere, but I didn't really give a fuck because it was fun. Yeah, I was still laughing and like just the whole bridezilla moment of just like ah fuck she coming. Yeah, that was that was really funny and I really really liked it. Um, that's the biggest critique that I've heard about the movie is about that section. But, um, like, my my favorite part of all of this was just how they portrayed Knuckles. Like, he was so, like, honorable and dumb, but also, like, just dumb in the right ways, if that makes sense. That's the thing that I, I see some people talking about is like, oh, Knuckles shouldn't be stupid. He's all, No, Knuckles has always been gullible and kind of whatever because he doesn't get social shit. Yeah. And this one, though, they made him very ferocious, very, like, honorable fighter. He's from a tribe of warriors. And then you got Eggman who just betrayed his trust, and he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Because he didn't get it. And I, I like that. And I think they did... Oh, man, they did him so well. And I'm glad that Idris is getting his own series with this. I love the... Uh... I love the scene where they're chasing after Sonic and Tails and they like escape into the night sky and Knuckles is hanging on to the edge of this cliff and um, Eggman comes up with all of his little robots and everything and uh, he's like, looks like we're going to have to try plan B or whatever and Knuckles is like, if you think all these little robots can take me and then he's like, oh, they're stairs. (laughs) 
I oh they did so well. I love the I also love that Idris did research yeah. for the role and I'm just like, oh dear lord, what did you see? <laughs> a lot of Ken Pender shit, I guarantee you. Oh doubt, no doubt. But I love I wonder if he asked someone like what's so what's all this lore and be like, don't don't just okay, don't, don't worry about that. Just put that in put the that trash. away. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I love that he did it. Idris Elba as Knuckles is the best thing they did for this movie. Absolutely. Um, it was a great casting choice. Also, shout out getting Colleen from the games to just be Tails. They were like, look, no one else can do Tails justice like this. Um, it's a bit weird that like she's the one who gets to come back from the games. Yeah. But... It nailed it. I love her as Tails. Absolutely. Um, ben Schwartz still kills it as Sonic. I th- I'd say he was a little funnier in this movie. Did you catch the Parks and Rec reference? Yes. <laughs> Apparently he wanted to do more. It's the worst. The, the, he wanted to do like multiple of those, but they're like, you get one. And he's like, <laughs> fuck, okay. <laughs> I loved it. And there was, a, there was a long period of this movie where I thought the dog was dead. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I I like that. By the way, the narrative of of them playing baseball together after he played by himself in the first movie, I was like, "That's sweet." Yeah, that That's was really very nice. nice. I th- these movies are just fun. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna sit there and put them up there with like Avengers and like the Batman or like anything like that. But like the, these movies are like the kid friendly Fast and Furious, where it's like I'm just here to have fun. Yeah, I'm not expecting some like next level storytelling and like narrative like oh shit moments. But, like, I'm a fan of this series. I want to see the fan shit. And you you need that every now and again because every big box office release is just, all right, which superhero is it this week? Yeah. And with Sonic, it's just like, okay, here's some lighthearted fun with a little bit of stakes and some, like, community fan service stuff. I, man, the fight with Knuckles, too, like, on Angel Island, I guess that's what that was. Or the whatever the fuck that thing was, but like them fighting was so good. The Sonic X, like him, like going at him, and he's just like dodging backwards, mm-hmm. so good. I love that uh, when they go into the big labyrinth or whatever, it actually starts with Sonic sliding down those two slides, like in Labyrinth Zone. I thought that was a great little reference. Um, the fight, incredible. I love their little like heart to heart right after that too on the beach i thought that was really cute and knuckles like kind of grew in that moment and you could see that i love by the way when they're running together i'm like this sonic heroes bro. yeah it looked just like the formation in sonic heroes i was like fuck yeah dog it was so good like the way they did it was like sonic jumps with tails and they do an air attack Mm -hmm. like they did team combos bro that was so sick and uh i loved on the plane on the tornado where uh, they're all flying towards the egg robot, and they're like, all right, how are we going to fight him? And then Knuckles, Knuckles just, just fucking dips. <laughs> He's like, I got this shit. I love that. And then I, lo- I love just... It was very odd being like, oh, like Sonic... Uh, excuse me. It was very weird to know, oh, Sonic doesn't know Tails. Because I've... I, for years, our introduction to Tails was in a video game where there was no voice acting. So just from that point forward, oh, they're friends. Yeah. So actually seeing them meet, I'm like, oh shit, right? They had to meet at some point. They weren't just friends forever. Like I was like, all right, cool. And I like, I like how they did it. I do too. Where Tails is like, ah, oh, I'm a freak because I have two tails and like no one else does. It's kind of weird. <laughs> and he's like a nerd. Yeah. And so he's like, but then I I heard about you. And then, like, because apparently everybody found out about him beating Eggman and being a hero. Mm-hmm. And so, like, oh, it, it, it really gave me some motivation. And so I came to warn you about Knuckles. 
And then he's like, all right, I'm going to dip. And he's like, no, you got to help me. He's like, what? I'm not built for this dog. And he's like, nah, bro, you got this. It really reminded me of that really popular fan comic where uh, Tails shows up and he's like, my name is Arms. I'm labeled a freak because I have these two freakish arms, but I somehow learned to fly with them. That's kind of how he felt in this movie, but it was also like really cute. Yeah. The... I'm trying to get as much out before we get to the post credit scene because this can push where we think the next movie's going. Yeah. But, like, Jim Carrey is Eggman. Still killing Still, it. Still, every time he's on screen, I'm just like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I, I know I shouldn't expect this, but I keep hoping for him to call Agent Stone Snively. Like, from the fucking Saturday morning cartoon, because that's what I, he is. I think Agent Stone... So, if, if Jim Carrey's real and that he's not gonna come back for the third because he's retiring... He's, he says that after every movie. He's again, coming back. If he doesn't, I can see Stone going, I'm gonna get revenge for Eggman, and I, where it leads, I'm like, okay, good. Because I like Stone as a character, too. I think he's really fun. Me, too. So, I could see him kind of being the next Eggman. Um, <laughs> they could probably do that where he, like, actually gets big. Hey, they could... Well, I'll, I'll save that for later. Anyway. Um, d- just the whole movie was fun. The, the fucking dance battle. That was really good. I, I really smiled watching the that. Fucking, he did the adventure pose, dude. <laughs> that was great. Oh, dude. It's literally just... This movie was made for us. Mm-hmm. That's why it felt so fun. I'm, I'm for sure buying this when it comes out on 4K. Like, that is 100% going to be in my collection of movies. Hell yeah. And it, it's so interesting because, like, the first movie was fun, but this one really felt like all oh, the games. Because <clears throat> now it's like they had to kind of go back and retailer the first movie to fit, like, what people wanted because they didn't realize that Sonic had such a huge fan base that cared about it so much. But now with this one, they went into production with that knowledge and they just knocked it out of the fucking Based park. on everything, especially, here's my thing, and, like, for people going, like, well, why does Sonic, like, what, why does it matter? The post-credit scene. Yep. We'll go ahead and talk about it, because the post-credit scene is Shadow the fucking Hedgehog. Yeah. And when I tell you, I fucking yelled. Yeah. That shit... So, the fact that they made that a post-credit scene and actually were like, no, this is where, like, here you go, that shows they know. The people working on this movie fucking know. I, I want to point out that in this theater that we were in, it was me, Luke, and Matt in the center back row and then to our back right like one row behind us was another couple that knew what the fuck was going on and the five of us collectively were just like oh fuck it's shadow yeah and everybody else in the theater was like oh that's cool i heard a kid go shadow but that's about it yeah and like we us five are like fuck dude oh dude i'm i'm that has me hype because there's ways they can go about this but they're probably going to do adventure too yep and I, my thing is, I wonder, are they going to do like what they did with the others? Are they going to try to f- form Adventure 1 and 2 into kind of 1? Or are they just going to go straight Adventure 2? I think they're just going straight Adventure 2. Because, like, uh, like, we even mentioned this. We were talking our asses off before the credits even rolled. Like, the chamber that he's in looks exactly like it does when Eggman finds him in Adventure 2. Like, he's got the inhibitor rings and all that shit. He looks fucking dope. Eyeliner's on fleek. So I I really expect it to be Sonic Adventure 2. Obviously not to a T. Did I did I show you the, the video of John Bernthal uh, Punisher lines over Shadow? And I'm like, 
Yeah, you, Man, you did got, actually. Him and Keanu are my two that I want to voice him. But now I'm I'm worried because Sonic has upstaged Mobius. I'm worried that fucking uh, Jared Leto is gonna be like I should be Shadow. Fuck that guy! No, he's too busy. Uh, <laughs> apparently, he's gonna play a pedophile in another movie, and apparently, he's, not in real life. No, here's here's the kicker. He is doing extensive research for the role. Oh, he's been doing that for years. This is the role he was born to play. <laughs> That's what gets me. Is I'm like, dog. Excuse me. You're do- how- is he what? co-starring with Drake? <laughs> <laughs> it's him and Drake just being like, hell yeah! And <laughs> they get Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown is the supporting cast. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Fuck. Anyway, I so my my if. Do you think they introduce anyone else? Because this movie we got uh, Knuckles and Tails. Do you think we get anyone besides Shadow? Or are they going to kind of focus? Because my thing is, right, Avenger 2 is a game that kind of relies on multiple characters. Mm-hmm. So, like, Rouge and Eggman. Amy is in the game. She's not playable, but she's there. But, like, you have multiple characters that kind of have to be there. Yeah. So I wonder... I think they could really do a really good job with it if they just because they already have shadow because of that scene just throw rouge in there and then that's all you really need for adventure two do you think we'll see amy i i I don't know i mean i i feel like we could but we i also really want to know what this fucking paramount series is going to be about because i have a feeling it's it's just full knuckles well they said it was a knuckles spinoff Oh shit! Yeah, so Idr- and Idris Elba will be reprising the role, so that's what we know about it is that it's a Knuckles spinoff. It's gonna be Knuckles Peacemaker. I hope. Oh my <laughs> gosh, who would you introduce in that? Like, is it a side story where? <laughs> See, that Ken Penders could probably get upset about if he go. Here's Knuckles past. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would throw in like fucking Knuckles and Vector the Crocodile bombing around together. I think if this comes up before the the third movie, I think you go, here's the Knuckles series and we're going to introduce other characters. Like here's Rouge. I think that would be a good place to put Rouge. So that way she's introduced, you know her in the story of three and that adds a little extra drama for Knuckles because they're, you know, for affinity. Either her, she, she, apparently it's been canonized. I don't know if this is true or not, but I was reading stuff. It's canon that she has a thing for both Knuckles and Shadow. But because she's so good friends with Shadow, she's going to ruin it. But mm-hmm. Knuckles is over there, so she's like, ah. But because the mandates, no one can fucking date. So, yeah. Except apparently, like, I don't know if this is true or not, but like, apparently it's all game for if Vector wants to get with Vanilla. That's Hell like yeah, fair brother. Game. Apparently that's full fair game. Put that shit in. <laughs> My guy, get you that MILF. Go for it. <laughs> Also, yeah. Cream has become a meme character. Have you seen the picture where they meet Shadow? Like, apparently Shadow's just standing in the middle of the road. Amy, Rouge, and Cream, like, fucking almost hit him and, like, drive over. <laughs> and Amy and Rouge are like, what's up? And Cream is just kind of peeking under. Her eyes are fucking huge. I have seen that. And she's like, <laughs> like that. And, and Shadow's just kind of there. And his, dude, my guy's got the fucking mascara, dog. <laughs> like, his, like it, wherever, how, whoever drew him was, like, thick. Fleek. Yeah, they were like, go off. Queen. I don't pray, I slay. <laughs> and it's like, Jesus Christ. But, um... No, I, dude, I... The weird mandate's gotta stop. Because Sonic can't date. So, like, they... Sonic cannot ever, like, recuperate Amy's feelings officially. Uh, well, in, I, in Sonic Boom, it's very clear they both have a thing for each other. But, again, the mandate say they can't date. But so anytime, like... My, my favorite line... Eggman goes, Sonic, bro to bro. 
What's with you and Amy? <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I I think I think that's one of the reasons they got Ian Flynn to write this new game. Because like if all the Oh, that's you. That's me, sorry. I thought that was a coffee pot somewhere. But uh <laughs> I um fuck, what was I gonna say? Ian Flynn Frontiers. Ian Flynn Frontiers. If the rumors are to be tr- like believed um amy is supposed to be some kind of like dead spirit or whatever um that was one of the earliest things the disembodied voice that he hears is amy guiding him through this open world and if the whole plot is about sonic trying to like restore amy's soul because he's neglected his feelings for her for so long i think that would be great uh speaking of leak i i brought this up that i would talk about it but here's the thing so we'll get back to the sonic movie in a bit but uh this was a Sega leak from 4chan. Now, take it with a grain of salt, but they did get a few things correct. So, this is posted... Uh, the thing is, it was... It was posted around April 1st. But why people are saying, hey, this might be true, is because this person guessed some things correctly if they were faking it. Mm. So, new Jet Set Radio from... The Yakuza devs. Oh. Yeah. God damn. Um, screenshot looks super early, but cell shading still there. Fuck yeah. Um, it probably, I it's on the HE2, Hedgehog engine too. Probably. Um, that makes sense for the kind of gameplay they're going for. Our, uh, same studio, RGG, is working on Virtua Fighter 6. Oh my god, dude. In, in the Dragon engine. Oh. Kiryu's playable. God, dude. Um, Akira, Jackie, and Pi look way older. So it's there. Like, it's, like, actually, you know, next in the series. They're doing, like, some Tekken shit now. Yeah. That's uh, dope. Uh, again, take these with a grain of salt, but I hope they're true. Uh, Yakuza 8. Um, it's just some screenshots of cutscenes. Ichiban's strolling around the city, you know. I'm glad they're sticking with Ichiban again. Uh, new Demon Slayer game for Season 2. Of course. Um, now, this one... This one, I'm like, eh. Sonic the Hedgehog 5. The person says they didn't see anything but a logo, the Switch icon, and a piece of art of Sonic in this in the slide. Um, It was made by Ui... Ka- I don't know what that... Whatever. So there. The next one, I hope to God is correct. Uh, Persona 4 Golden with a Switch logo, PS4 logo, and an Xbox logo. Please for real please uh, <laughs> sonic frontiers uh has renders and screenshots of sonic tails and shadow as playable characters interesting choices um has a desert environment that looked like the one in 06 uh movie sonic tails and nux have skins in the game fuck yeah and sonic can equip different shoes and gloves i like that now this is the one where it's hey sonic origins it had some scene of an animated intro with the the powerhouse logo on it sonic tails and knuckles on angel island question mark uh, made by Headcanon, uh, and so that's the thing. Uh, Mario and Sonic at the Paris 2024 games. Um, and they go on gorillas. <laughs> yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that that seems to be a thing. So it's take it. It's take it with a grain of salt, but there. Um, the thing is, there's another piece of evidence. There's a there's going to be an RGG live event soon because this is when they announced last a uh, Lost Judgment last year. They could easily announce all the shit they're working on at this event. So if they're working on three games, which is Yakuza Eight, Virtual Fighter Six, and 
a new jet set, that would be where we do it. So that to me will be the kicker of is this leak true? Yeah. And if it, if we see those three games anytime soon, I'm like, fuck, this leak is true. Dude, Virtual Fighter and Jet Set would be just bombs to drop. I'd be so happy with that. Virtual Fighter is for sure going to be PlayStation because PlayStation has Evo. Definitely. Um, but I hope it goes everywhere. I think um, it. I think it'll go to Xbox. They. I think they I ported think, five recently. I think if anything, Jets. I. I. If I was Phil Spencer and I was in talks with Sega, I'd steal the fucking shit out of Jet Set so hard. Absolutely, you can that play was, the original on the fucking. Xbox I would make right that now. a fucking exclusive so fast because it's like, hey, you remember Jet Set Radio when you played it on our system back in the day? You can play the new one again on our new one. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely, uh, Yakuza Eight. I would hope they make a deal with Game Pass because Yakuza 7 or Like a Dragon is really good. I think they definitely would. But the Sonic stuff. So we already got Origins and it looks like they're going to have animated intros and stuff. Yeah, they uh, from the way that they've laid it out with uh, how you can play through all the games in one continuous story mode, I think they would interlace those in as cutscenes for major boss fights and stuff. I think that would be really cool. Um... And there's there's a lot of other information that you can kind of gleam from the stuff that they put out. Like the uh, Sonic 3 and Knuckles is not going to have the original soundtrack um, in the base version. Uh, and you're going to have to pay for that because there is a, a DLC called the Classic Music Pack. Yeah. And that's where all their residuals to the Michael Jackson estate are going. Is just from that DLC. So yeah, the, I think... Um... The thing that I think some people need to realize is that some 4chan leaks are real. Uh, the DMC5 one was real, where they, yeah. they literally said everything that DMC5 was going to have and do in it, and it was all just checkmark, checkmark, checkmark. Um, the thing is that Headcanon is developing the new Sonic Origins. And th- again, this person got this correct. That's what gets me, is that this it was posted around April 1st. Yep. Either on April 1st, like a day before, whatever. But they got that Headcanon was developing Origins. This was before Origins leaked, I think. Yeah, and um, it was even a day after that that Christian Whitehead came out and was like, yeah, Headcanon is on this. So yeah, Headcanon doing Origins is one. It's already been leaked that a new Jet Set Radio is being developed. Mm-hmm. We just don't know the details. And then my thing is if RGG comes out and does their presentation and go, here you go, I'm believing this leak. And they have been trying to bring eyes onto the virtual fighter series recently too they revamped five yeah because it was virtual fighter five like definitive on definitive PS5 ultimate, or whatever yeah rev xr third mega ultra punch fuck fighting game names but <laughs> they're all they, fucking stupid they are but they're trying i'm i'm super excited for street fighter has six notifications yeah, that fucking logo is the worst. I, I, I really want Virtual Fighter to come out and be like, "Hey, Street Fighter, who? <laughs> Street, who's Ryu? Chun Li, who? Look at our bad bitch." <laughs> I, I hope I, I would love if Kiryu is. You know what's be funny? Because uh, the the main guy for RGG left, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, "I don't want Kiryu in fighting games. I don't think Kiryu hits women." Now that he's gone, he doesn't have a say anymore. I was gonna say Put now, Kiryu in now the that they're gone, be like Kiryu's Kiryu's fists are equal opportunity, motherfucker. I wonder if that's also how he got into Monkey Ball. Probably, <laughs> uh, dude. Did you have you seen that? Speaking of equal opportunity fists, have you seen that? Uh, have you seen that uh, Batman clip? It's like you wouldn't hit a girl, and, and she and he goes, "The hammer of justice is unisex." <laughs> <laughs> 
some real knuckles energy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. No, but um, I hope this league is true. I really do. Cause Me like, too, man. Dude, Sonic Frontiers being like the ultimate Sonic game where you can play as multiple characters, do all this stuff. That'd be sick. Skins in the game I'm actually cool with and nervous for because I'm like, fuck you if you try to sell me like they that, there's there's credence to that too because in um colors there are unlockable gloves uh shoes and also like boost mm-hmm. uh visuals or whatever yeah um but you get those by unlocking coins that you find in the game okay so good. it's like if you're doing all the stages getting 100 percent, you can buy whatever you want in the shop and that's usually how they do it with Sega games. Like, I know nobody fucking plays this game anymore, but Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, you could get everything just by playing the game, and then they had, like, two DLCs. One of them was, like, Metal Sonic. And... One of them, Danica Patrick? No, that was in Transform. She was oh, okay. built into the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah. That was the weirdest thing I ever saw. I'm like, I'm sorry, who? Super strange. In the 360 version of the original, they had Banjo and Kazooie, which was really tight. Well, that's that made sense because it was like, oh, because nuts and bolts, how funny. Yeah. Uh, but like, I was cool with that. That was they were great. I loved racing as them. I I missed those because like Mortal Kombat for PlayStation got Kratos, mm. and I think Xbox almost got Marcus in it, but they were like they pushed out at the end because they didn't want to see Marcus cut up in pieces. Soul Calibur Broken Destiny also got Kratos, and that's my favorite Soul Calibur of which all time. One, which Soul Calibur had Link? Was that two that or three? That was two on okay. the GameCube. Specifically, you had to buy the GameCube version? Yeah. yeah. And then four had Star Wars characters. Mm-hmm. I still love that that was the first introduction to Starkiller we got. Yeah. Was, was, who's this? What the fuck is this? And it's just Vader's apprentice. You're like, who? And then, hey, by the way, Force Unleashed. Yeah. All right, but uh, yeah, so hopefully that leak is true, because I want to see more of that shit, and... Back to, I want to ask you, where, what do you, what do you really want from Sonic Three? Like, do you want Sonic Adventure Two, or do you want? I want. Do you want kind of like a, a their version of Adventure Two? Because well, I mean, like, they've they've done a good job of setting up Adventure Two. Like, the, we already have. We already have Gun. We have yeah, exactly. Gun is a huge part of that shit. Project Shadow is literally mentioned by name. The thing is, I really hope they get Jim Carrey because they they did say if he doesn't come back, they're not recasting him, which good. Um, I think I I would actually be cool if 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 it's not Jim Carrey, Agent Stone is like the new. I I think that's a great idea, and him going to get revenge for you know them offing Eggman or it's like oh they've they kept ruining his plans and then you can put him in the Gerald role where he's like okay I made this moon base while I still had the emerald powers I'm gonna fucking piss on the moon and then Agent Stone can see that and be like I had no idea about any of this let's all work together they they can literally be like alright and then Shadow is all about my thing is we're definitely not getting the Marita scene yeah because they're not gonna have a, a a Gun a, a young girl get gunned point, down. Yeah, a young girl with AIDS, mind you. Yeah, that's what that's what makes it interesting. Is that like so back in Adventure Two era, what they called it was something else. But like, it oh, was no, she has AIDS. SIDS, which basically when it was like neuro, it was like neurodivergent in whatever something, and then it was like oh by the way that's just AIDS. It was AIDS with one letter changed. <laughs> what my thing is, I'm like they're not going to give her AIDS. I think they'll just go. She has cancer. Yeah, that's AIDS me. doesn't pack a punch anymore. Nobody cares about AIDS. It's, cancer's the new hotness. <laughs> you put cancer out there and everybody sheds a tear. Jesus Christ, DJ. <laughs> I'm just quoting South Park here. <laughs> I just love 
<laughs> Anyone who has not seen South Park is going to go, what the fuck? <laughs> but uh, I, I think they'll just give her a different disease. They'll be like, oh, she's really sick. Um, they'll probably keep it vague considering that it's like a kid's movie. Yeah, but they'll be like the reason. And I think they will have Gerald or someone in the role of being like, oh, that's her, her grandfather. If, if they can't get Eggman, if Jim Carrey doesn't come back for the third one, then they're going to be very vague about who is who created Shadow. Yeah. If Eggman is in the third one, they're going to full on be like, yeah, your grandfather. Um, And and Shadow, I, I want, dude, you know what I want them to do? Is do the original Super Shadow design where he's silver instead of gold. Yeah, I always really enjoyed and, that. Because and I, I want to see him in Sonic. My thing is, dude, and I thought of this and it gave me chills just thinking about it. As they're powering up, a symphony version of Live and Learn is playing like oh orchestral my God. as they're going. And then, and then like, as they're fighting, the guitars start going in. Fuck yeah. Dude, that'd be the sickest shit. Damn, that gave me chills. <laughs> right? Bro, could you imagine? And, like, in the theater as they're fighting, just just on the sound screen, you just hear, Live and Learn. Like, I'd, I'd fucking lose my shit. It's like that video of uh, Jackass where he's sitting in front of the jet plane, like, holding on to that plastic chair, and it's just blasting in his face. That's going to be us if we hear Live and Learn in the theater. I, I, I would just be so hype. Like, that's why Sonic 3 is probably going to be my most anticipated movie for a while. Yeah. Just because it's probably going to be my favorite game remade into a movie absolutely so i'm all in and if i i think if jim carrey doesn't return i think they could blend it with adventure one and have you know chaos be the ending big bad or whatever they don't have to introduce gerald or any of that stuff but they do all end up having to work together and i think it could mesh really well but like i really want to see him fight that space lizard that's the thing is, yeah, dude, I I honestly wonder, like, because they could do it out of order. Like, have Shadow go off and do his own thing, and then the next movie or the next thing they do is Adventure, mm-hmm. and you have Chaos. Cause and then you can just give Big the Cat story to Shadow instead of have, slot instead him of, right in there. Instead of fishing for Froggy, it's Shadow, like, figuring out, like, who Where's he is. Where's that damn Froggy? I want to hear. I know it's not gonna work, but there's PG, so they can get away. with It's one. PG. They can get away with one. Damn. I want. I want to hear because look, I get it. People don't like edgy shadow. I want to hear him just say once, "Where's that damn fourth chaos?" <laughs> they can honestly bump it up to PG thirteen and get that one golden fuck, like Venom got, and you, just you know what'd be great is if they they go, "Hey Paramount Plus, we're doing a Shadow the Hedgehog series. It's rated PG 13 <laughs> I'd be sitting there going. Oh, we we gonna get the black aliens, dog? <laughs> I I want to I want them to give the fuck to Eggman. Have Eggman say fuck? Because I mean, we got close with this this piece of shiitake. Yeah, <laughs> just have him fully break and say fuck. <laughs> no, like it's full like Shadow and Sonic are going to punch him in slow mo, and you see fuck. <laughs> And like it, the K lands as they both like punch him in the face. He would die. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they kill him. You get one fuck and he just goes flying. They just space. fucking squish his head in a vice of fists and it just pops out the top. <laughs> we get, we get a boys scene of Sonic running into somebody. <laughs> Can't stop. <laughs> Ironically, he's dressed in blue too. Yeah. But uh, no, I I'm so hyped for that movie. Anything else you want to talk about the Sonic movie or? Yes, uh, we didn't mention it yet. We talked about it before the podcast. We did say that Sonic is sweeping 
the fucking charts. It is now the number one highest grossing video game movie of all time. And it is well deserved. And it it I love that Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is kicking two established franchises ass. Yep. Both Morbius, which Morbius is part of Spider-Man, so it counts. And fucking Harry Potter. Yep. Sonic the Hedgehog is doing better than both those movies. I'm desperately trying to find this fucking tweet so I can read it verbatim. I, I'm all for that, because, yeah, apparently Curse of Dumbledore is also not good. So, who would have thought? Yeah, I, I would have thought. I hope to God, like, just stop, just stop making fucking... Stop making extended universe Harry Potter. We don't give a shit about anybody that isn't Harry Potter. But I can't find the tweet. I'll just summarize. Miyamoto talked to Chris Chan and said, we got to delay the the fucking Mario movie. And obviously, very clearly, it's to stay out of Sonic's wake, (laughs) which is incredible. (laughs) I love that we're at this point where it's like, what what could make Miyamoto scared? It's that it's that blue hedgehog again of all things. <laughs> Sega does what Nintendo, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> I love that we're in a resurgence of Sonic. I hope it keeps going up. If Frontiers comes out and like sweeps award shows, bro, I'm gonna cry. I think that's what it's gonna be. I think we're in the Sonic like redemption come arc. up right now, and I think it all started because of the movie, honestly. The movie did so good, got people hyped about Sonic. Obviously, uh, Mania was excellent in that. We now have Origins, which is the three classic games. Um, well, four, four classic games. Sorry, um, we're getting I keep forgetting CDs in that. I know, right? Because CDs nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to anyone who had to listen to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, that's it. In the podcast, no, <laughs> no, but uh, speaking of Origins. Uh, how are your feelings on that game right now? Like, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm gonna buy it, but uh, I don't see myself buying these DLC menu icons that are trying to peddle me. Yeah. Um, I I'm perfectly fine buying it. I really wish that they were doing a uh, a collector's edition like they did with Mania when that first came out. Came with a really nice statue. I sent Luke a bunch of videos of this the other day because I was, I was extremely jealous. I was feeling very nostalgic, and I pulled out the big box. And uh, there's some really cool stuff in this collector's edition. It comes with a metal card that originally they were going to print your game code on. So it's like, okay, this was your code. Yeah, it's immortalized in this metal card, but they couldn't, you know, get that to work. Um, but it's still a nice little trinket to have. They have a faux mania genesis cartridge that pulls out with a power ring inside that's actually like full die cast metal and then the the big piece inside the box is a sonic statue it's classic sonic standing on top of a genesis that's functional when you press power and volume and all that stuff it makes you know the sega and it's just it's really nice i wish they would do something like that for this game because it would sell like fucking hotcakes i'd buy three the thing is, like, I think Mania... I, I don't know, because Mania was, like, a, a shot in the dark, like, fine, we'll let you do this. They didn't think it would do that well. And it you fucking, fucking make it then. That's exactly what happened. And Christian Whitehead was like, okay. Yeah. Because, like, the thing is, like, Mania is, is phenomenal. I still need to finish it, but Mania is stellar. Absolutely stellar. Definitely. Um, But I... I'm, like, iffy on this, because, like, I haven't played CD. 
I played Sonic 1 and 2 and like a little bit of, I think it was just Sonic and Knuckles. I didn't even get to play the OG 3. So I just, I haven't played like all this shit. So this will be my first time just running through these games. Um, so I'm like hyped for that. But yeah, the pre-order shit's just weird. Yeah. CD is really good. I think you're going to enjoy it because it, it has a lot of like, it, it has kind of like the same design philosophy as Mania. Where it's like, okay, keep Sonic, Sonic, but jazz it up a bit, add some new things. Um, there's some visual things that they change up, like uh, sometimes on a loop-de-loop, the camera will pan above Sonic's head, so you see him like run all the way around. But it doesn't interrupt the gameplay at all. Um, and I, I really hope that they add more uh, animated cutscenes to that, because the opening and closing movies to Sonic CD are fucking incredible. Do you think it will still be there? Because like, isn't isn't there licensing problems with that too? Or I I don't know. They could reanimate it, and I think it would be just as good because the uh, the and animation style they're my, going my with. My thing is reanimate it, and then you better get somebody to cover that bitch. Oh yeah, that Sonic song boom is so good. Mm-hmm. I used to hate it when I was a kid because like it's not rock enough. Because <laughs> I was that asshole. And as I got older, I'm like, man, this shit slaps so fucking Meanwhile, hard. I'm over here listening to that and the whole Sonic R soundtrack. Sonic R soundtrack did not need to go that fucking hard. It is stellar. Blanket statement for the whole Sonic series, honestly. That's the thing is, I, have you seen the video of like the person playing the piano on fire? And the and the, the thing is, is the Sonic team composers making the dopest soundtracks for the shittiest games. <laughs> Forces to a T. Yeah, dude, <laughs> Forces soundtrack is awesome. Dude, I... I Infinite's, Infinite's battle theme, how it, it builds, because the first one is whatever, the second one is new, and then it adds the first one to it, mm. and then like the, the orchestral one, and then just right to Infinite. That soundtrack is honestly what pushed me to the end of that game, because I was like, damn, this shit goes hard. Let me see what's next. Soundtrack's stellar for that game. And then the episode Shadow soundtrack, where they actually brought back like Shadow's... like menu theme from shadow the hedgehog and like with mm-hmm. a remix i was like oh fuck dude that shit's so good yeah it oh man i loved also that sega is not afraid of throwing that shit up on spotify yeah amen to that yeah like same thing because like yakuza 7 soundtracks on spotify now too and i was like fuck yeah hell yeah it is yeah all the persona stuff's on there too persona i think i think either royal i think royal just hit spotify so like now nice. you have the full persona 5 stuff and it's so, oh man yeah shout out to sega sega really do what nintendo don't <laughs> and i i also really love that sega actively encourages fan games yes like sonic robo blast 2 if you have a pc play that shit because it is apparently it's stellar it's amazing and there are so many like fan mods for it for different characters there's uh like all the IDW characters you could want. They have a specific move set that they can use in this game. There's a fan game I need to show you. Afro Senju played it. And it was like they're like full on like doing the boost formula Sonic games, but like they just added Shadow as a playable character. Mm. And like he actually is different. Speaking of which, I saw one today that I'd never seen before where someone is remaking Sonic Rush in the uh generations engine. Ooh, that's and it's good. like all the the skylines they completely remade. There's like a water palace zone, and they actually retextured some things that already existed to look more like that. And then in the background, it's just a bunch of hot air balloons in the sky, and you can actually see them like moving and stuff. 
And Th- there's uh, an Unleashed mod I saw. Uh, I'm assuming for the port that works on PC, mm-hmm. the fans did, that you can switch between Sonic and Blaze at a, at a press of a button. Hell yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Have you ever heard of a YouTuber called Kobanarani456? Probably. It sounds familiar. He, I, I really miss this guy and I hope he's doing okay. He quit YouTube a while back because of his mental health, but for years... He every Monday he would do this thing called Mod Mondays where he would just go online and find a different mod for Sonic Generations. And that to me was like the first introduction to how many people are actually modding and doing things in the Sonic fan community. The Sonic fan community is just really just amazing. Yeah. Like seeing the shit that like happens because fans are like, no no no, I want to do this. Like and I love that a lot of it's born out of the fact that Sega just fucks up. And so it comes by the fans going, no, 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 this will be good. There's promise here. Like, 06 has a lot of promise, you know, bestiality not included. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, no one's, if, they know, if no one's played that game, that's going to come off as very odd. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not going to explain it. But uh, Sonic 06, I think, should have been, like, the key Sonic game, barring the one scene that I don't like. Yeah. Everything else, like Silver's whole backstory is really cool. Shadow's character is just amazing. Um, and then I like I like everything they did with it, except for how it performs and how many loading screens there are and the glitches and the problems and how stale it looks. And yeah. And that's that's another thing to be said. People have started careers from being Sonic fans. Like there's an artist that I still follow today named Bentley Jones that really got his start and got his name out there by doing a cover of Dreams of an Absolution. Oh yeah, wasn't that the was that the one that actually was officialized too? Yeah, yeah, because it was the it was Bentley Jones' version was like put on a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the, uh, I think it was True Blue Volume Two. They put it on, but it was like he's still putting out albums to this day. I see him all over Facebook and everything. I mean, Christian Whitehead, enough said. That dude is Chris Chan, a legend. Chris, Chris Chan. Chan, the the man, the once man, the myth, the legend. The self-proclaimed goddess. Oh, speaking of slightly this. So I found out the other day, Utada Hikari, Hikaru, yeah, her, they, they go by she, they. Yeah. So we technically have not been misgendering. Thank God. Te- yeah, I was actually, I was like, I was like, fuck, God dang it. Like, I feel bad. And I'm like, oh, we're still like good about this. Speaking of which, sh- they were at Coachella. Coachella. Holy I saw the fucking fuck. video and I was like, "Oh my god." Bro, a- shout out to 88 Rising, but also fuck them because they didn't mention that at all. Mm-hmm. And she just showed up to Coachella and I was like, "Bruh, I would have gone to Coachella if I we knew." We would have been on a fucking pilgrimage. <laughs> we would have gone <laughs> just to see her play simple and clean live. I would have I would fucking have... thrown all the elbows and knees I needed to get right in front of that stage. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Bro, that, dude, we're in the best timeline. If that's what's at Coachella. Jesus Christ. But yeah, anyway. I just get Utada put... to make the soundtrack for Sonic. <laughs> the next one, whatever it's called. I uh, Speaking of that, I can't wait for... I'm hoping for a song from them with the fourth one. Yeah. Like, I hope they keep that train going where it's like new Utada song for that. Because she did one for uh, the Evangelion movie, the most recent, the last one they did. I think she's kind of lightened up to it now because for a while she she felt like Kingdom Hearts was like defining her career. Yeah. But now she's like branching out and doing other stuff. I think she's going to be a lot more open to it. 
So I I really hope that's the case. And I hope it's another solo song. Like I like the Skrillex one, but I I did like Don't Think Twice a little better. Yeah, I I yeah. also did. I Face My Fears is hype, but like Don't Think Twice is just mm. Yeah, that's the that's the fitting into the trilogy of the songs, I think. Tri- oh, I was going to say for the songs, yeah, I was going to say trilogy, sure. Cuz it is like a linear story like you know, having doubts in a relationship and then leading up to like, okay, what if this marriage, Yeah, you know? I like that, yeah. But shout out to that and Utada for being at Coachella. That was sick as fuck. And shout out to us for not misgendering. <laughs> yeah, shout out to... We're, see, we're good. We're, we're decent human we beings. We were trying before, and now we figure out that our efforts were... Not And vain. also weren't in vain. Because it didn't matter all along. Oh, yeah. So, as you can see there, I'm Sean BJ. She, they. Fuck yeah. So, we, we've been good, and then just shout out. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, the fact that... So, April 15th, uh, they were like, yeah, I'm going to be at the Head in the Clouds Coachella stage. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. They should have a music festival just for shit like that. Honestly, like, I'm surprised, like... The the song did you did you watch the thirtieth anniversary symphony thing? For Sonic, no. Uh, it was really good. The they so they did a lot of obviously symphonic versions of stuff, and then Crush Forty just shows up. Or okay, it's because then Crush Forty is two people. Mm-hmm. It's it's June Sinaway who's like the main composer of Sonic games, and then the the like American guy they have singing everything. Yeah, and then they did that. Nate wants to battle showed up, and did Escape from the City, and I. Th- think it was endless possibility or reach from the stars nice and then at the end they all came together and sang a song i think it was that's really dope i i didn't get to finish it but i was like fuck because i was at work Mm. um but i want to watch the whole thing but it was what i watched was like this is magical dog um how are we looking on time right now about one hour or something okay we got a little bit um and that's the end of this episode guys (laughs) (laughs) be like hey no fuck you i got some (laughs) shit but uh, back to just the Archie stuff before we... Oh, know. yeah. We've bounced all over. This is a Sonic extravaganza podcast. So. Yeah. But uh, there's two like sub-series that you need to read if you want to do any of that. The Sonic and Mega Man crossover is Ooh. incredible. And um, there's one that is another like reboot event. But it's basically Sonic collapses the multiverse, all that shit that you said... But the characters that show up are like Golden Axe, Virtua Fighter, Monkey Ball. Oh, so it's like Sega like shit. Like all the classic Sega characters show up for this one. And some of the covers are just fucking insane. Like the little gremlin dude from Golden Axe holding up the thing. Like they look so cool. I'm going to probably read some of the Archie stuff once I get to a good stopping point at IDW's run. Skip um, around. Don't don't I'm, go all I'm the just way. Gonna, well, no, I'm just going to read like the game storylines. Yeah. So like... Here's Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. Colors, I'm assuming someone did. Like, just do the games, because that's the thing, is the Wisps are part of the universe. Yeah. So whenever Sonic... I, so I guess whatever, whenever they fucked around with the multiverse, all the humans went away, except Eggman. Read the sub-series Sonic Universe. Okay. All of that is fucking magic, and I don't think Ken Penders touched it at all. And it's all just fan service goodness. Shadow versus Metal is like the first four issues. Fuck yeah. And it like, at the time, it permeated all the other comics they had running because he was using Chaos Control and he would flip between the different continuities during this fight and it was fucking sick. 
That's the thing is, I, dude, I, oh man, I just thought of this, bro. In the theater, if I hear that motherfucker say chaos control and just like, I want, I want it to be like, like the game where Sonic is running and he, and like he does his thing and all of a sudden he's right next to him. I want that shit to be hype as fuck in the theater. Before we go, I want you to give me two voice candidates for Shadow and two voice candidates for Rouge. Uh, I can't think for Rouge. Um, Megan the motherfucking Stallion. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, never. Mu- fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck, fuck another choice. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Doja Cat, but like Megan the Stallion. Yeah, I could see Doja doing it, but Megan absolutely. all the way. Megan the motherfucking Stallion. I think yeah. she'd be down to do it too. Absolutely. Uh, for I, Obviously everybody's saying Keanu Reeves, but yeah. like... Keanu Reeves could do it. I think John Bernthal could do it. I think John Bernthal would be incredible. And I think it'd be really cool because John's got kids, so he might be down to be like, hey, your dad's in a kid's movie. Because he's mostly in things that are like super R-rated. Yeah. So like his kids probably cannot see that shit. But Definitely. like I, I could see him being like, yeah, I'm doing this one for my kids. And then like having a character that is kind of broken and a little damaged, he might be like, I can do this. Yeah. John Bernthal also is a stellar dude. You see his like, uh, his, like essential video where he's like, the things I can't live without. No, dude. He brought his dog, so there's that. I'm like, oh, what? A he brother. brings his dog everywhere. Yeah. It's so cute. Um, but like he 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 goes. He he brought a picture of his wife, and the whole time he's talking about, it, he's just staring at this picture, so like lovingly. And That's I'm, so and sweet. I'm sitting there going, what a fucking guy, bro. <laughs> he has apparently- such a dichotomy from watching him kill a precinct <laughs> of cops. <laughs> My uh, the thing that got me too is he has his like little daughter's like headband that she wore as a baby that he has on his like dashboard. Aww. I'm just like, what a fucking guy. That's so sweet. Like, he's such a chill dude. I'm so happy for him that he's, like, got success and, like, doing really well. That new series he's doing, it's, like, it's, it's like, a it's on HBO. I don't know when it drops, but it's, I saw the trailer and I was like, this looks really good. It's, like, it's, it's heavy on, like, police brutality and, like, corrupt cops and things like that. And he plays, like, the lead cop. Ooh. So, like, I, it looks really good. I'll show you the trailer at some point, but it, I'm, I'm hyped for that. Hell yeah, brother. But uh, yeah, so uh, I think we're I think we're good. Anything else you want to talk with Sonic? Uh, no. All right, we've said it all. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and there's put more... Sonichu in the next Sonic Three. I want to see a, a a a just a nod to Sonichu. Put something in there. Like some some kid was like, I drew Sonic. <laughs> put put like a little kid dressed as Chris Chan, and he like sees Sonic run by, and then you just see a glint in his eye. And then that spins off into the Chris Chan cinematic universe. We get a Chris Chan movie. <laughs> it's like Paramount uh, Plus original. They have um, what's his name, Star Lord. Chris Pratt is Chris Chan. Yeah, have him be Chris Chan. But it's it's literally a super hot version of Chris Chan. Like he's just Chris Pratt. <laughs> he does all the same exact shit, but it's just Chris Pratt with all of his muscles. Michael Sarah can be Liquid Chris. Uh, his parents can be fucking uh, the dad from that '70s show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we need to make the Chris universe happen. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, all right. I think that'll be the end of the day for this one. Uh, thank you guys for listening. As always, go follow us on the on the Instagram at uh, SideQuest underscore Podcast. Yep. And then uh, we will hopefully. I know I say this all the time, but I, I'm going to be working in my free time when I get it. Uh, YouTube channel, hopefully just putting these up on YouTube and just going from there. But uh, yeah, thank you guys uh, so much for listening. And as always, take it sleazy.